things my family did I am not the voices in my head I am not the pieces of the brokenness inside I am light I am light Welcome everyone back to the Being Inspired radio show. I'm Amanda Johnson, your host, and I have another amazingly inspirational guest to share with you all today. I'm really excited to introduce you all to Michelle Powell, who is a soul sister of mine. She and I met a couple of years ago now, maybe a little more than, through a life coaching training program called Mentor Masterclass. And she was a part of a mastermind and I was there and she supported me um, as one of the of one of the students and she served as a mentor of mine, as a soul sister of mine. And I remember most of our interaction at first took place virtually, you know, in Facebook groups and online. And I just remember thinking, who is this woman who is, you know, she offers so much positivity and and really good questions and there was such love and um just it seeming you know the seemingly ease of of conversation that would flow from her and that I felt like I was receiving I received so much I felt support and love from this woman who I'd never met in person and then I had the pleasure of meeting her and she just lights up. Um, I mean, she really, when I think of this and I, I say this about some of my guests, because I think it's true. I attract these people uh, into my life, into my circle that are really just full of light. And Michelle is certainly one of them. So I am so, so thrilled to introduce you to her and her gifts and her work. Um, Michelle Powell, she is the owner of Some Like It Organized and works with ambitious and optimistic women all over the country to conquer clutter in their head, heart, and home. She is a member of the National Association of Professional Organizers, certified in Tibetan feng shui, and a certified life coach. Michelle's energy alignment system, which blends the practical with the magical, is her cornerstone approach that guides people through emotional blocks, physical clutter, and energetic discrepancies. She offers virtual or in-person coaching, spiritual mentorship, and revolutionary productivity consulting through private sessions, group programs, and in-person workshops. Michelle, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here, and thank you for those sweet words. Mm. You really are such a dear, dear woman in my life who, again, I feel we don't have as much connection as I would like, and yet I know we are completely connected, and that's what's so mm -hmm. beautiful about this journey. Even if we speak once a year or twice a year, mm -hmm. I know there's a connection, and that's what really excites me and, and why I'm so grateful for you spending this time with us. For our listeners, yeah. they may know that I love to select a theme based on um, what's really present in the guest's life or in their situation, or what do they stand for in their being. And Michelle offered up some of her core values um, in, in preparation for this show. And the one that stood out to me, um, you know, she shared truth, freedom, and luxury, which really all have this juicy, high vibe feel to them. And the one that spoke to me in this point in time is freedom. 
And I just really like, I read it. I was like, oh, there's something there. And then immediately I was reminded of a quote that um, comes from a, an author of a book I'm reading right now. I am currently reading You Are Here by Thich Nhat Hanh. And I actually just finished reading a, a section uh, around this idea of freedom. And so what I'd like to do to kick off our conversation today is read this quote. And as I do in, in previous episodes, I'm going to ask the listeners, if you can, and uh, Michelle to close your eyes and listen into this quote, hear the words of Thich Nhat Hanh, what he has to say, and feel into what truth is being spoken to you through his words on this idea of freedom or whatever else may come through for you. So this is a quote, again, by Thich Nhat Hanh, an incredible Zen Buddhist spiritual teacher, and it goes like this. Letting go gives us freedom. And freedom is the only condition for happiness. Mm. Letting go gives us freedom. And freedom is the only condition for happiness. What does that bring up for you, Michelle? What does that speak to in you? Well, I just thought of children. I've been reminded of children lately in that freedom concept in the fact that children are innocent and they're born in their full essence, totally free. And through conditioning and learned behavior, we get unfree or seemingly so. So it's beautiful to watch children and experience their, their freedom that they all day, every day, you know, in their life. So I just thought of that when you when you shared the quote, and it's mm. it, truth being a high value for me and freedom. It, it hurts me. It breaks my heart when I hear that when people only believe that they're free when they're young, because it can be cultivated, and I fight for it every day. And I think that that happiness is absolutely because of the freedom that we cultivate and that we allow in. I really love that. First of all, I just, that image of a child and the, the essence that we are when we come into this. And, um, and then I love how that is to your point, that's freedom, our free um, spirit and essence and true love and all those things that we are and how we then condition ourselves and through that conditioning um, either we are doing it or someone else is doing it for us we are imprisoning ourselves and it's this this journey back to cultivating freedom because I think one thing that I have experienced personally is this concept of, well, free, you know, what freedom looks like, or it has a certain definition, or it needs to come in a certain package. You know, it's like, I will be free when um, X, mm -hmm. Y, or Z happens. So how do you, what is your relationship with freedom? I mean, you, you said you're fighting for it. Um, you know, you want to reclaim it in your life and you're, you're cultivating it again for yourself. Cause I mean, what does freedom look like mean for you? So this is just hysterical that you focus on freedom of those three things and the fact that you just said the word imprisoned 
because my word of the year, my theme is liberation. (laughs) So, which is, which is releasing, you know, from that imprisonment, whatever it is, obviously it's not physical imprisonment, but it's, you know, the, the, the walls and bars you set for yourself. And, um, Again, when we seemingly think we can't, we aren't free or can't be free, we put up these these bars and imprison our own selves and our limiting thoughts, beliefs, and behavior, and life that we create. So that I think it's so magical that you just said that word. Um, so when I think of why I fight for freedom, it it does go back to truth because I think in truth, when we exist in the spiritual plane in, in pure truth. That is freedom. When everyone's allowed to be in their own truth, that's freedom. And without freedom, no one can be themselves. No one can feel happy or feel fulfilled. Um, no one can be, no one can contribute to the world and grow the consciousness and to help heal the planet by healing ourselves or others. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's it's by re, reclaiming our own truth or revealing our truth to ourselves, our true essence, who we are truly, um, and then it's from that space that we are liberated, that we now can mm-hmm. be free from the identities, the limiting beliefs, the you know all of this stuff that we've been layering on top or shackling ourselves with over the course yeah. of our life. Yeah, absolutely. And choosing ourselves over and over and over again instead of choosing others or learned behavior or, you know, other people's expectations or rules, right? Like, that's freedom is when you feel um, empowered to choose yourself. That's awesome. Yes. Because so many times when I, that, what that brings up for me as well, you know, again, it's kind of the obligations, it's the shoulds, Mm -hmm. it's, this is Mm -hmm. what I have to do. This is who I have to be. Um, you know, and it's, it's kind of that external, it's, it's looking outside of ourselves. Well, that's what either they say I should do, or, um, in order to be free, these are the things I am supposed to acquire or reach. Um, you know, and I, I think for me, freedom is just so, it's just so packed because it's such a loaded word. Um, and I'd love to get your take on this because, you know, this comes up a lot, especially in, I, I think our industry, um, you know, in the life coaching, you know, training, just life coaching industry or other industries where we're working with entrepreneurs and and this idea of I'm looking for freedom. I want time and location freedom. I want financial freedom. We use that word. And I personally had a shift of perspective on that um, a while back where I started to go, well, first of all, why am I, why am I choosing to compartmentalize freedom? You know, why am I looking at it in these, like it's, there's this freedom and then there's this kind of freedom, right? That was one piece I noticed. And then also why was I choosing to define it in a certain way, right? Like I will have this freedom when X, Y, or Z takes place. Have you, have you navigated that at all or what's your relationship with that word itself, you know, in terms of how it shows up, how do you use it? 
use it? Well, I know that those obligations that you're talking about are what blocks freedom. I think that's because I grew up in such a place of obligation my whole life. I realized what what was so painful about it is that I wasn't free because there was obligations that I was adhering to, doing the shoulds that you mentioned. So how do I use that word? Um, I, and it's actually, it's interesting that you also say it's loaded, which made me question. I'm like, is it loaded or does it have to be loaded? Is it, is it more of a simple thing? Because for me, it's a little more simple and pure with the fact that when you're free of imprisonment or obligation or when you are in your truth in your own essence, whatever that is, when you're yourself and you get to be yourself without any second guessing or just without any restrictions, but that's freedom. So financially, without any, you know, using and receiving money, having the flow without any restrictions or worry. Um, what was the other freedom that you mentioned? Like time or location. I feel like those time are location. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so time is, I actually help people. I'm a time management coach. So we talk about that all the time. It's free. You, you're free with your time when your, your time is valuable to you. And so you allocate it to serve you in all ways. I, I believe everyone's time free, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it's when we, have these frustrations, these time frustrations, like wanting to check things off our to-do list or focusing on immediate results and pleasure or um, having a more, either a broader, too broader, too uh, short-term focus instead of really focusing on relationships and, and not adhering to a specific rigid schedule. That's freedom and time Mm -hmm. Um, or focusing on the bigger picture and your personal power. That's freedom in time. Um, So releasing any, like you said, um, I forget the word you just said, but, but any specific labels to what time freedom looks like and just accepting how, you know, when it works for you, that's free, that's freedom. And that's why, yes, because actually what I feel like everything you're saying, it just keeps pointing back. And to your point, it can be simple, right? It really can be. And what I love is that in everything that you're saying is it keeps pointing back to the same truth, which is when we are unrestricted to be who we are, we are free. When we feel, and it's feel, Right. I mean, because again, we can always hear of, right. I mean, you hear of the people who you can be locked in a jail cell and still feel free. Right. So it is, it is, we can cultivate the Mm -hmm. feeling of freedom. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I love that you say that it's, if when I can feel unrestricted or liberated to be who I am in how I spend and um, in how I exchange my money. Right. So meaning how it goes out and how it comes in, does that for me, feel unrestricted and that may look different to someone else right or and how I spend my time does it feel unrestricted for me and does it you know when I think of 
you know, where I want to be and um, how I live my life. I just, that to me keeps coming back to that. And that's what I love looping it back to what Thich Nhat Hanh says is this, I, this concept of letting go. And so for me, there's a lot in that. Um, and, you know, I think it's really interesting as well. Part of what you do is you help people declutter, you know, you help. And, and I, I'm curious where, how this fits together, right? So in a very practical way, letting go of things can bring us this feeling of freedom this experience of freedom does that come up in your work as mm -hmm. well in terms of oh yeah that? yeah yeah because that letting go is is what's restricting you letting go of what's not serving you letting go of those obligations letting go of the limiting beliefs that you aren't good enough that you can't make enough that you need to do something to prove your value and worth and therefore you'll never feel free if it's dependent on your doing. So I love how you're spreading the message of your being, of each, each person's being, and that's really the focus and the feelings. And letting go is, is truly making space for the new to come in, for your new future, your next level of you, your new physical items, your new beliefs, everything that's going to cultivate your freedom and your happiness it will be able to come in when there's room. But until then, it's crowded with outdated thoughts, beliefs, stuff, people. <laughs> uh, yes, I can just see the yeah. image. I mean, this we, we do, we live with clutter. I mean, in our either physical space, in our internal mental space, mm -hmm. in our emotional space, and how we can start to, and to me, the letting go, um, I mean, gosh, that's just, that can be a, it can be a tricky one, you know, and I can certainly think about in my own life. Um, and yet, yeah, it's, it's by doing that. And, and that's, I think for me, there's just so many layers to it and we can look at beliefs, look at the stuff, look at our identity, right? Um, who am I? And can I start to release some of that, um, so that I don't feel the obligation or the, the restriction. Well, you know, Amanda, you, you're, you know, you're always punctual. And so guess what? When I'm running a little late, I'm not going to feel very unrestricted in how I spend my time, you know, or, or I'm going to feel like I have to get there 30 minutes early because I'm always early. <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. So all of a sudden my time yeah. doesn't feel very yeah. free. Yeah. I mean, so though yeah. it's, it can be little things like that. Yeah. I do this exercise when I speak about um, decluttering because it, it's just what you said. It's, it's learning which way, which things we can declutter in all aspects of ourselves. So spiritually, those beliefs or the identities, you just mentioned one, like I'm, I'm a punctual person. Um, and also our, of course, our physical, but also our mental, those thoughts that we have. So not necessarily belief yet, but those thoughts. Like, uh, give me an example of, of the time situation, like a thought about time for you. Well, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, so maybe I just have the thought of, oh my gosh, I have so many things to get done today. Yes. Or, you know, and I, yes. oh, I'm going to have to yes. go from this exactly. thing and then to that thing. And am I going to have time in between? Exactly. And, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So releasing those. Um, and then emotionally, those emotions that 
uh, are also cluttering up your soul, like what are really keeping you stuck. And when we do this, this is a holistic approach. When we really honor those beliefs, those thoughts, the physical items and the emotions that are truly holding us back and we let them go, we can have the success that we're looking for and that's freedom or the happiness that we're looking for, or the feeling that we're looking for, you know? Yeah, that's it. And I think, and that it's so fascinating. So I've had these conversations with, you know, clients or others where, you know, they say, yeah, I, I want freedom. And I'll say, so what does that look like? And then they'll, they'll tell me, okay, what does that, okay, what would that feel like? Oh, it's, you know, and they'll start to paint the picture and in their mind, they're saying, you know, and I'll have that when, you know, a lot of times again, mm-hmm. we'll attach it to the thing. Maybe it's the, I, I'm, I'm a successful entrepreneur, whatever that means, or I've left my full-time job or what, you know, or I've, I don't know, I've married this person or I've, I've left this person or whatever it is, right? Like that's when I'll be free. And then I ask them, so, you know, let's, what does it freedom mean to you? And then as they start to describe it, I say, so where is that already happening in your life? Because I think that's also what we're, what both of us are pointing to. And what I hear you saying is you may be already, you can cultivate it now. You can feel it right here. And I think that's the other key part, right? So we talk about, well, I need to let go. Sure, but let's not lose sight that it's not something that happens in the future, right? Like even the letting go mm-hmm. that leads to the freedom, that leads to the happiness isn't out there in the future somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's right here. You know, it's, it's yeah. right now. It's in this moment. Do I let that thought go and choose freedom and happiness? Do I, mm-hmm. that, you're right? So, Yeah. <laughs> One thing that's present for me, because I resonate with that. And so this year, as I'm moving into like a next version of freedom, the liberation theme, I keep asking myself for every decision, because I believe that values can focus our decision making abilities in a better way than just, you know, constant prose. So I keep asking myself, would this make me feel more free? Or feel liberated? Mm hmm. So I totally get that, what you're saying, it really, I I think everyone feels that. And that perspective shift is so important. Um, And it can be hard, especially if you don't have a coach like you, (laughs) like your amazing skills to guide them. So, you know, they they have that inner coach in them. and, And I believe it's just about that perspective of, being empowered to ask yourself questions, you know, question everything. Is this going to make me feel free? Is it going to move me closer to freedom, which letting go would? Is it going to distract me from my freedom? I love that. And, and I love that. And, 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 and taking that responsibility in the moment to say, and I, and I get to choose, right? I mean, I really, mm-hmm. um, you know, people so forget if- that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, actually this is, and I'll, I'll share this because this was something freedom really, like I said, um, I was really dancing with it um, a year and a half ago or so. I, I, I was in a fairly transitional part of my life, which most parts of my life feel transitional, but that one specifically very physically was transitional. And I remember having this, um, this play with like, what is freedom? What does it mean? And, and then this idea is like, Oh, you know, freedom means having a choice. And then I said, that's not necessarily true. Like I, I, I felt that there was something like speaking to me, like, well, like it's explore that more. And what then came through me is it's, it's having the choice and 
exercising that choice. I mean, because we all have a choice. We all have a choice. And yet some of us choose to feel free and some of us don't. And I think for me, it's because it's those of us who are consciously actually then exercising that choice. So in that moment, does this, will this lead to my liberation? And, I, and I'm choosing that. I'm actively participating and I'm not sitting back on autopilot without pretending I don't have a choice, right? So that's the difference, I think, at least part of it mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's another piece um, that, you know, to share from what I've experienced, sometimes freedom feels unsafe. Mm. Tell me more. Especially, since it, you know, I grew up in such obligation, doing things for other people, people pleasing, putting others first, living in burnout, you know, the typical uh, way that a lot of women have grew up and were trained to be and put others first. And we get our love and appreciation and status and food and shelter by doing so, by obeying. So in, if you're not used to freedom and being left to your own devices and celebrated by just your being and 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 not scolded when you make mistakes too often, right? Then, then you could be scared uh, about that too much freedom because it gonna, it's going to go back to that, I'm not going to be loved, I'm not going to have a roof over my head when you really, really break it down, mm -hmm. at least from my experience, mm -hmm. you know, from, from deep-seated um, beliefs and experiences that it's not safe to be you, it's not safe to shine, it's not safe to be free, you better, you better show other people that they're way more important than you so they can take care of you because you can't mm -hmm. take care of yourself. Wow, yeah. So, that was a big journey for me. <laughs> so I'm really glad that you brought up the choosing part because mm. I really don't think that that is common knowledge. Yeah, a lot of us have forgotten that one. A lot of us mm -hmm. have forgotten that one. We need to remember it. Yeah. Um, and just this, oh man, this idea that it all points back to this, the fear, the feeling unsafe. I won't be loved you know, I won't be taken care of, I won't, or whatever. And again, that word can, and can be slightly different for each of us, we, you know, and mm -hmm. I ultimately believe it's all pointing to the same thing. You know, we may yeah. use, I may not have a roof over my head. I'm afraid I'm going to be left out. I'm afraid I'm going to mm -hmm. be abandoned. I'm afraid I'm whatever. And really, as you said, the journey deep, deep, deep down is I'm afraid I'm not going to be loved or I'm afraid that I am not love or I am or whatever that you know and there's just this core fear I believe that many of us have I believe all of us have and then we may call it different things um yeah so that's really I hadn't thought of that freedom is scary right mm -hmm. it's it can <laughs> feel scary and that's why many mm -hmm. of us don't choose it right we don't choose it Oh, I have to share the, mm -hmm. this word too, just to share a little more about this. I had just learned, I read the book Playing Big by Tara Moore. Have you read it? No, I have not, but I've heard okay. of it. So yeah, good. It's awesome. So, but mm -hmm. she's really versed in so many cultural things. It's very interesting where she comes from. So she shared that in the Jewish tradition and well, Hebrew language, I guess, 
that there are two words for fear. This is fascinating. The first form, and I forget what it's called, but that's like the real fear when something is endangering you and, you know, the real fear, uh, which most fear is not real fear, right? We just make up our own thing. But then there's the fear that is called Yara, and that is the fear, she describes it as um, entering a space that is bigger than you're used to, like energetically. And it's, it's the fear when we are about to grow or we're in expansion or we think of our dreams and that's so scary or freedom and that can feel so scary. But that's not real fear. It's entering a bigger space than we're used to energetically. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, it is so beautiful. I'm so glad she, this woman, has found a way to articulate that. And and actually, I, I'm even more thrilled to know that it dates back to, you know, an ancient a, a language. Yeah. Of, I'm guessing thousands of years old, perhaps at this point. And that's um, beautiful because, again, I think many of us have tasted that. We've been able to say, yeah, I get that these are different. I mean, my fear yeah. of um, yeah, again, if a bear, that's a very different fear than, oh my gosh, what's going to happen when I, if I launch a website, what's going to happen if I give a speech, what's going to happen? You know, that's a very different, mm-hmm. very different fear. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. way to just, um, to, yeah, to, to look at them and say, wow, these aren't the same. And yet, yes, in our English yeah. language. We, we call it by the same name sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's so fascinating. I, it was, that was enlivening when I read that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh. I want to tell everyone this. <laughs> Thank you, Tara Moore. That's great. Beautiful. Oh, what else is coming up for you around freedom? Because I think that's just so beautiful how we kind of found our way back to fear. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where a lot of things are rooted in, right? We're afraid. And yeah. so. Um, and again, well, and, if we can let that go. Yeah. What's coming up? I think freedom and fear are connected because it, like you said before, it's a perspective shift and shifting. So when you see that you have what you need and that you are loved and realizing in each moment you, you have everything you need, that's freedom. Mm. word (laughs) (laughs) word that's it yes so a lot of the times that fear can be calmed by just getting present well and if we think about fear of the future that's anxiety you know using your imagination for something that doesn't serve you or depression could be fear of the past that's what I've heard um, as far as depression and anxiety so bringing it back to the present Fear and and all of those anxious and depressive and worry worrisome thoughts that aren't really there, you know. Mm-hmm. We can free ourselves of it in this moment. That's yeah. where it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow. you're a big stand for present. I am. And, I am. <laughs> and it's palpable in your energy field immediately. When when I met you, I remember. Mm. So that was that's a gorgeous. Thing about you hmm. well thank you yeah mm-hmm. and um 
And that's where the, it comes back to the choice because we really, we all have that choice and, and it's practice. Let's be honest, right? It takes practice. Yeah. So all of these things, it's, you know, we start to point to them and then become aware of them and they go, okay, great. And then we start being our inner coach or hiring a coach and saying, mm-hmm. yeah, what are those questions? And the, that was a beautiful gift that you shared in terms of asking a question in the moment, you know, is this bringing me closer to or further away? from that mm-hmm. and, and then remembering yeah. in that yeah I'm also I'm so inspired this year to really share what's real for me mm-hmm. uh, instead of because I feel like there's so much you can share as a coach and as a thought leader even as a woman now of course all this stuff going around the election and women and but you know what true leading is sharing how you can move through something hard and find a better way and that's what I'm really, really inspired to do. And I feel like all the women that I have met over these last few years, including you, have really inspired that authenticity in me to just share like, okay, this is how I'm moving through my fear because I don't feel free here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, that's wonderful. Yes, I do. And I truly believe there is freedom in that, right? And so we, yeah. that's letting go of the chains. Yes. That is saying, yeah, I am yeah. not going to hold back, bite my tongue, pretend I'm someone I'm not. So that's mm-hmm. where it, it just, my body's lit up. It keeps coming back to mm-hmm. the simplest. If we boil it down, you know, freedom. And, and you already said it so well, and I'll have to go back and listen. So I have that tweetable. But really, it's like, we are free when we are being our true self mm-hmm. but, you know not afraid of trying to be someone we're not or what people mm-hmm. will think yeah I mean it's so much energy when we are just ourselves too because I was talking to a client about this how he was saying that he had a mask on with certain people and not others and oh god, it was exhausting. Did did I tell this person this thing, or or did I did I mention this to them? But when you can really just be yourself all the time with anyone, it frees up so much energy, and that's freedom. There's time right there. <laughs> Perfect, exactly. It's like whew, yeah, and mental freedom, right? Yeah, to free all that space. Yeah. Right there. Oh, I love it. I love it. How are you feeling? Are you feeling complete with freedom or is there more that wants to come through? I think I am feeling complete. This is so magical and inspiring. My my mm-hmm. body's lit up too. <laughs> That's why we do this. That's why we do this. <laughs> oh. So um, as, as I do with each of my guests, I love to shift the conversation slightly at the end and hear a little bit more from you specifically. And so I have a few questions to ask. And the first one is, who is a source of inspiration for you and why? Hmm. Who is a source of inspiration? So like a mentor, mm-hmm. you're asking, right? Is that what could, you're asking? It could be, yeah. I mean, I've had answers from friends, parents, mentors, authors, mm. collective bodies of people, you know. Mm-hmm. What comes to mind is my first life coach ever, Christine Hassler. And she is a gorgeous soul that is so grounded, 
practical, magical, and really taught me what it's like to be authentic and, and powerful, like what it means to be a real conscious woman and ta- and not, not give into the bullshit that we talked about earlier about obligation and living for others and truly finding your own way in such a beautiful feminine space. I think she was the start of, of my, my feminine foundation that I now bring into my work and my personal life. And I love her so much because she truly embodies the feminine on all levels. And I think one, one thing she said a really long time ago, I don't know if it's true anymore, but you know, it was such an honest thing. She said, I don't really want to work that much. And I was like, thank you for stating that because that's not laziness. First of all, our power of of our femininity is the magnetism that we have. It's a superpower that we all have. Mm -hmm. We don't need to work our butts off to be successful. That's a limiting belief. So she was one of the people that really shifted my energy from exactly what we were talking about earlier in in the session here to that space of being empowered and mm-hmm. more free. Oh, wow. Well, I'm so grateful that you got to work with her and what a beautiful testament to who she is and and how we all can inspire others. I think that's what I love about that as well, right? We can, yeah. sometimes we don't even recognize um, our effects. And she's still doing it. Yeah, yeah, she's still going and doing it. She has a podcast and, and she has programs. And it and, sounds familiar actually. So yeah. that's. That's amazing. Wonderful. Well, her she has a book out called Over It. Or no, no, that's her podcast. Her book is Expectation Hangover. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Oh, good deal. Well, what place or activity inspires you most? What place or activity? Mm-hmm. I would say the beach. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all a magnificent feminine wild energy and negative ions that I can feel immediately calming and inspiring. Yeah. I love it. Mm. The waves. I love the yeah, beach. Cycle. I could live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many good metaphors in the, in the mm-hmm. ocean. What about a favorite book that has inspired you personally or spiritually? You've already listed a couple and, and maybe there's another coming up or it's one of those. Yeah, it might be playing big. That's mm. that's a big one for me. Um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That's a very masculinely written book, although it touches on a lot of the stuff we talked about today. Mm. Um, so the practical and the spiritual side that we need to be truly successful in personal and professional life. Um, let's see. The How to Heal Your Life, Louise Hay, a radical... Um, connection between spirituality and health. Mm. I mean, there's awesome. so many. I have a whole thing on my website. <laughs> great, good. So they can find even more. Um, I know that's what's beautiful about this journey, right? As we collect all these little treasures and, and, and some of them overlap and some of them are wildly different. Um, I actually haven't read uh, any of Louise Hay, which kind of baffles me. Um, and yet... <laughs> You know, again, we, we pick up whatever teacher we need in that moment who points to the yeah. same truth. So that's awesome. Yeah. 
So, okay, last couple of questions so that people get to know more about what you're working on. Um, what are you currently creating that's just lighting you up and exciting uh, you right yeah. now? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I, a few things are in, in, in creation. Um, for the second year in a row, I'm launching my self-care challenge on February 1st. And it is, it's more than like a passion project. It is a true revolution for women. Last year, so many more, like over 200 women joined and they told me that changed their life. And so it's revamped again. There's new mentors and it's 13 days long. You get a self-care challenge that's five minutes, five or 10 minutes each day, which is like no time at all. And it will show you how to reconnect with yourself, to commune with yourself, to be in sisterhood and to really fill yourself up first, your cup up first so that you can give because us women love to give, right, uh, from that full place. And we can actually love someone from that full place. We can't love anyone or do anything for someone successfully with an empty cup. Um, and so the, the theme is to get cozy with yourself before getting cozy with someone else before Valentine's Day. Oh, oh I love that. Your self-care it's challenge. really fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's really are, easy. Okay. Well, with knowing yeah. you're doing it, it's going to be, of course, and it's beautiful and it's just going to be super, super uh, full of goodness and inspiration. And so how can they find out about that? How can they learn more about you? Where can people go? Yeah, so everything, I would love to connect with everyone on Facebook or Instagram. I, I post everything that's going on. on my website, michellepowell.me, has an event uh, section at the top. So you can see all the events that are happening with me there right on the webpage, right on the website. Um, and they can sign up for that self-care challenge under either under the event um, or you can find the image on, on the Facebook, on my Facebook page. And you can find me at Michelle Cherie, C-H-E-R-I Powell. Beautiful. And it's Michelle with two L's and Powell with yes, two thank L's. thank you. Yeah. yeah. So Michelle, <laughs> double L, Powell, double L dot me uh, is the website. And then you can find her yeah. as well. Michelle Cherie Powell beautiful name at um, her Facebook or Instagram. That's awesome. I, and I'll, I'll link to it and where I share this, but of course, if you're listening and you just want to go right over there, that's how you find it. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Oh, I'm so thrilled that you're doing it again. I, I, um, I know that it, I know it impacted many lives last year and we'll do the same this year. So no one can get enough reconnection with their true self. And this sounds yeah. like a beautiful way to journey to that. Mm -hmm. yeah thank you well thank you so much for sharing this time with us and for sharing your gifts and your yeah. inspiration I mean really it just these conversations never fail to mm. light me up I leave every time no matter what energetic <laughs> space I'm in when I start I leave just vibing high and, and this one's definitely no different so thank you so much you're so welcome. And it's a pleasure. And same ditto. <laughs> mm -hmm. Feeling really inspired myself. So that's a beautiful win-win. Yes, it is. And of course, my intention is that this spills out over the waves of audio there as people are listening. And, and you know, again, the intention is that we hold this space 
inspiring ourselves, each other, and by extension, you know, whoever listens and just remembering that that is how inspiration works. In my opinion, it is when we are living from our true self, that we are being authentic, we are, you know, letting go of the shackles of obligation that the inspiration, the being in spirit flows, right, it flows through us. And so we are all inspiring in one way or another and can be that for the other and again nothing that we are saying um, does not already exist within you and so that's the other truth that I continue to point back to time and time again so thank you for taking the time to listen to another inspiring conversation with us please if you haven't already you can subscribe to being inspired over at iTunes or check out my website amandajohnson.tv and um, you can find out more there as well I thank you so much for your time and until next week, many blessings. of the brokenness inside